Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Hello, this is Ebony Griffin, your host of the Small Talk Big Thoughts podcast. Now, this is episode four start that which started this year, and it's dedicated to the basics of prayer. So in the past, we talked about past episodes, we talked about how to pray, why to pray, who prays. Um, and last time, I specifically said that in this episode that we were going to go in depth with reasons our prayers are not answered. Now, I did say that, but I really want to dedicate this episode to emergency prayers. And I know that, like I said, I discussed that, you know, we would talk about reasons prayers are hindered, but I was led to change courses and discuss emergency prayers based on the current events that have occurred. So um, I'm going to kind of break this up and then you'll understand why later. So now it, just to give you an idea, overall, there were it's been reported that over 22,000 people have died, okay? Now, the survivors in the region are starting to get angry with the powers that be, the government in their in their area, in their region, because they feel that aid is not coming quick, quick enough. And they feel like, okay, why weren't they prepared for such a travesty that has occurred now I told you you know multiple times on past episodes just in general that they are not coming help is not coming help doesn't always come quickly it doesn't always come how we want and the chances are that when there is an emergency they literally may not come for you they may not come for your family and so that's just something to keep in mind i don't want to be like the bearer of bad news but i think that it is important to be realistic when it comes to certain events now if you don't know what i'm talking about because i kind of started with the back end the back end of this first and i did that intentionally If you don't know what I'm speaking about, I'm speaking about in one night, so far, over 22,000 people died in Turkey and Syria on Sunday night due to an earthquake. Now, do we know if all those people died instantly? No, but we do know that at the cause of the earthquake that that is one of the the reasons why those individuals the the numbers are going up the count the death count is rising now think about what i'm saying 22,000 people have died today is friday 5 days ago those people were still alive you know around this time but during the wee hours of the night when they were sleeping an earthquake happen and that has caused 22,000 people to die just like that with the snap of a finger 22,000 people are dead now during a magnitude of eight or nine because that is um you know kind of what they were saying that it was a 7.8 on the Richter scale so between a seven and a nine there is 
you know, they usually, it's reported that that typically lasts for 60 seconds or less. So in 60 seconds or less, that shaking underneath the earth caused 22,000 people to die in, 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 you know, that time frame. Okay. Um, as I said before, we don't know if people passed away instantly, if it was uh, over the course of days, but we do know that they did die because that's the number count that we get. And we know that the numbers are increasing as the days continue. Now it's cold there. It's winter. So it's cold. Because of the inclement weather, there are multiple issues. So the preparation and the anger that the citizens are feeling, it, of course, it's understandable. But there are so many things that are happening. There's a group that's trying to assist people with searching for survivors. There is a group that's probably working on food for those people who, you know, have survived. There's a group that is uh, trying to do counts. I mean, it's just so many, and I'm sure that it's chaos. You know, it's cold there, so the, the weather is frigid. There is no food. They're looking for loved ones. I, I mean, I just think that what they're enduring is pretty rough. And so... um a few months back, as I said, uh, I talked a little bit uh, in different episodes about just people are not coming and the importance of being prepared. But in one particular episode, I had talked about earthquakes. And so I would advise you to check out Season 5, Episode 4, and it's specifically dedicated to earthquakes in the natural as well as in the spiritual realm. And so since we are focused on prayer with this episode, I believe it is important that you know how to pray in emergency situations. So these are the basics when it comes to prayer in emergency situations. Because, you know, when others are slow to come, and I, I kind of want to touch back on that again, I want to say that God never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He is our ever-present help. So that's just something to keep in mind when you, you may be in a situation that is an emergency looking for people to come help. Know that God is with you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. He is not going to come whenever. He is a God that will meet you where you are. Um, so I do want to say that. Now back to the prayer. You, uh, you know that um you know how you know if you know how to pray that's a question do you know how you know if you know how to pray well if you know what to say then you know how to pray okay I'll say that again. If you know what to say, then you know how to pray. And what that means is the more you read God's word, your faith will increase. The more scriptures you memorize, you will have a weapon and a tool to pull out during the rough times of your life. Okay? So the word of God says, um, the Bible says that the word of God endures forever. So when the grass withers and the flowers fade, Isaiah chapter 40 verse 8 says the word of God endures forever. Matthew 24 and 25 says the words of the word 
will never pass away. Again, the word will never pass away. Psalm 119 verse 105. When it looks dark, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Okay, this is the word in itself. This is why it's important to get in the word. If you are, uh, if there is no food, if you're starving, if it's a food shortage, Jesus answers a question in Matthew 4 verse 4. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So the word of God is such a it's such sustenance that it fills our soul. Um, John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So when you and I have the word in us, we have God. Okay. Um, John, 1, John 1 1 says the word was God and is God. So if we have him, if we have the word, then we have him. Okay, that's why it's so important to have the word um, and get in our word. So if you find yourself in an emergency situation, because again, we are not exempt from emergency crisis and things happening just because we are followers of God, just because we are Christians, things happen, life happens. Okay, unfortunately, due to sin, we have to be in ugly situations at some time. So if you find yourself in an emergency situation like those individuals in Turkey and Syria or in worse situations, you know, uh, wherever you're listening, sometimes the Lord, you asking, Lord, help me. That's the prayer. Boom. That's all you need. Lord, help me. That is a prayer. Now, you may be like, oh, uh, you know, that doesn't seem, it doesn't seem eloquent. It's not like, you know, all fancy. When you're in a crisis, again, whether we're in a crisis or not, we got to get to a place where we're not trying to be fancy or eloquent with our words. We want God's, we want to get God's attention. We want God to hear us. We want our prayer to be answered. And when you need help, you need help. Lord, help me. Again, sometimes that is all you need. And sometimes uh, you may have to encourage yourself with more words, more of his words, not more of your words. Your own words may discourage, it may depress, it may bring fear to you. But the word of God builds you up in the most holy faith, okay? And how do you know that, how do you know that that is what the word does? So here's the thing. I am going to read some emergency prayers and it's going to be from scripture. And so you're going to hear me flipping around a lot. Um, and a part of that is just making sure that we really touch on this because, again, the only way you're going to know the basics is if you are diligent about getting in your word. So I'm going to give some examples of emergency prayers. They're all throughout the Bible. The, that the Bible is the blueprint. And so I'll start with Psalm 3. And it's so good. I'm, I'm going to try to read it all. I don't want to read all of these, but I, I don't know. I might. Uh, so again, this is Psalm 3. It reads, Lord, how they have increased to trouble me. 
Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me, there is no help for him in God. Now, this is from the New King James Version that I'm reading. Verse 3, but you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice and he heard me from his holy hill. I lay down and I slept. I woke for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of 10,000 of people who have set themselves against against me all around arise O lord save me O god for you have struck all my enemies on their cheekbone you have broken the teeth of the ungodly salvation belongs to the lord your blessing is upon your people now that was psalm 3 but listen to how it read i mean it was like telling you what was going on there is trouble you know, uh, this is David speaking in this psalm. There's trouble in his life. He's asking for the Lord, who is his shield. He's giving Lord, the Lord the glory, but he just continues to say, like, help, save me. I need you. Okay. And so it's just so important for you to know these are samples. We have this book because it is living. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. And it's important for you to know it. So when you get into a tight bind, you're not like, uh, no. You need to know exactly what to do. So Psalm 46, I'm going to read this. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea though its waters roar and be troubled though the mountains shake with us its swelling the there is a river whose stream shall make glad the city of god the holy place of the tabernacle of the most high god is in the midst of her she will not be moved god shall help her just at the break of dawn, the nations rage, the kingdoms were moved. He utterly uttered his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord who has made desolation in the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Now, this was a song of the sons of Korah. Um, and so it's important to know that David is not the only one who uh, has songs in the book of Psalm. Um, so it's just important for you to know that. But again, that was really beautiful. It talked about God being our refuge, God being our strength, God being the host. Uh, but the most important thing is knowing that you can rely on God. He is a protector. And so it's just, you know, we, you know this. The more you read, the more you get so encouraged when you are going through. I would advise you to memorize these things. In fact, I, I encourage myself to continue to memorize. I think it's vital. And... Um, 
it's important in the walk in order to strengthen yourself. Um, Psalm 69. Save me, O Lord. Here we go again with that. You see how it's just boom, one sentence. Save me. Sometimes, like I said, help me, God, will do it. In this case, they have said, save me, O God. For the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in deep mire. I have come into deep waters where the floods overflow me. I am weary with my crying. My throat is dry. My eyes fail when I wait for while I wait for my God. Those who hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They are mighty who would destroy me. Bring my enemies being my enemies wrong, wrongfully. Though I have stolen nothing, I still must restore it. Oh God, you know my foolishness and my sins are not hidden from you. Now again, this right here is David speaking. Now this is pretty long. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to belabor it and read it, but it goes on to just say, hear me, Lord, deliver me out of the mare. I mean, hear me, O Lord, for your loving kindness is good. That's verse 16. He talks in verse, um, he talks in verse uh, 30, I will praise the name of God with a song and I will magnify him. So again, the beauty of these Psalms is they talk about the things that they need. They ask God for what they need. Uh, they talk to him and tell him about what the situation is. And then there is a uh, plea for help and they go on to a thanksgiving having the faith that God heard them in prayer and he will do it. Um, another one is Psalm 88. And I don't want to read the entire thing, but I'll just read a few verses. Uh, Psalm 88 verse 1. Uh, again, this is a song from the Psalms uh, uh, of the sons of, of Korah. Okay, um, oh Lord, God of my salvation, I have cried out day and night before you. Let my prayers come before you. Incline your ear to my cry, for my soul is full of trouble and my life draws near to the grave. I am counted with those who go down to the pit. I am like a man who has no strength, adrift among the dead, like the slain who lie in the grave. Whom you remember no more, and you are cut off from your hand. Okay, uh, I'm going to go down to verse 9. My eyes waste away because of affliction. Lord, I have called daily upon you, and I have stretched out my hand to you. Will the work wonders for the dead? Shall the dead arise and praise you? Shall your loving kindness be declared in the grave or your faithfulness in the place of destruction? I mean, this is all the way to 11. Again, these are beautiful psalms that clearly discuss when someone is having an emergency. Now, the last one, and I'm not going to read the full one, but this is one I really think that is important for you to memorize. And it's Psalm 91. And it says, and I'll just read the first couple of lines. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I will say unto the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him who I trust. 
surely he will deliver me from the snare and the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He will cover me with his feathers and under his wings will I have refuge. His truth shall be my shield and my buckler. Now notice if you're reading in New King James, notice that this is of uh, several of the lines are in um, where they talk about he um, and then, of course, God. Now, I personalize these. I think it's important when you're praying to personalize it so it fits you. It's very, very important so that you're going to God telling him what your needs are and you personalize it. You make that psalm and that prayer fit you. Okay, so I just wanted to kind of go over what emergency prayers look like to give you an example. We don't have to think of things on our own. You have a blueprint, the Bible in front of you. Now, I can go on and on, but I will um, say it again. Turn to your word now while you can. Don't wait until you get into trouble or an emergency. It's important for you to prepare now. You know why? Because only 10% of Christians actually get into their word daily. So it's important to not be the 90% because at the end of the day, 100% of us are going to go through life where it might be some ups and downs. So you want to be in the number that knows the word, that is able to recall a word to encourage you. And notice when the word encourage, in that word is courage. So not only will the word encourage you, but the word will give you courage and boldness when you need it. Now, again, it, you know, it's important to talk about the word. You want to prepare with learning the word while you can. The uh, Psalm 130 verse 5 says his hope, his word, I'm sorry, his word gives us hope. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits. And in his word, I put my hope. Okay. Um, Psalm 107 verse 20. He sent out his word and healed them. He, he rescued them from the grave. So this this word in particular, this one sentence shows that his word heals, he, it rescues, and it raises those from the dead. That's some powerful stuff and you need to know it. You need to know what your God is capable of. Okay? What, what, what does your God do? What kind of miracles have you seen? Have you been allowed to see and do miracles? You should be expecting a miracle every day. Don't just walk around, oh, I'm a Christian. No, you are a child of the Most High God. Your God can do anything, okay? It's important for you to know who you follow, why you follow, who you pray to, the value of your words, and the value of the word of God. So now we're going to turn back to the news that discussed Turkey and Syria. You know, now, as I said, this is very sad. It's a very sad situation, and I want you to pray for them. Don't just look at the news and be like, oh, it's so sad. It is sad, but you are not in that situation, and you're not in a horrible, like, state that they're in for a reason. And the reason is so that you could be praying for those people who are in a bad place. Because guess what? Everybody gets their turn. It might not be an earthquake. It might be something else. But if you were in that situation, you would want someone to pray for you and not just look at the news and say, oh my God, that is so sad. No, it's 
it's sad and it is a time for you to pray for them in their situation. I mean, I want you to pray like it is an emergency because it is an emergency. Pray for, and if you want to know the specifics in regards to praying for them, pray for their lives to be saved. Pray for massive healing of souls and bodies. I mean, go big with your prayers. Pray for limbs to grow back. Again, people are looking through rubble. Buildings collapse on people. So, I mean, it might be so many lame and injured individuals so pray for limbs to grow back pray for hearts to be revived okay pray for god to raise the dead yes pray for it he gave you authority to pray for it so you need to pray for it okay pray for god to raise the dead as i said pray that god releases supernatural wisdom for those people who are rescuers to locate people uh that are in the rubble of those buildings now if you notice they've been finding a lot of children and even today they found a mother and like a young baby and praise god for that when you see that some person has been found some baby has been found anybody if you hear it on the news praise the lord that they have been found Okay, pray for the light in the midst of what looks dark for them. It's winter, as I mentioned before. Pray that God gives them warmth in their spirit and in their soul. Even though this is a dark time, it's a cold time, pray for warmth in their soul. So what is the big thought? Uh, and just in case you were wondering, the big thought is if you are a follower of God, you have so much authority and you have a duty to not just look and say, oh my God, that is so sad. You have this untapped authority that is given to you by God for this time right now. So please learn to go through the scriptures and pray God's word back to him. Now, of course, he is not obligated to listen to our prayers based on our words. Okay, so if we're like, oh my God, I want a new whatever, please do it. God is not obligated to listen to that. Okay, he's not obligated to fulfill that. But if you pray his word, when he when we pray his word, he hears us. And the word of God tells us that the his word does not return to him void, meaning that there is, you know, when he hears his word, he is activated by his word. It is not going to be void. Our words if we just coming up with something, just, oh, my God, um, please, you know, help me get a cupcake today. Okay. No, we're praying God's word back to him. Okay. So that is all that I have for this episode. It is very important that you lift up those individuals in uh, Turkey and Syria. And right now we are going to pray. I am going to pray before I end this episode. Father, in the matchless name of Jesus, God, I come to you and I speak life over those individuals that are in Syria and in Turkey, God. I pray that you would activate a host of angels to to that area that you would preserve those individuals that you would heal those individuals that you would activate the fire of God in those individuals where uh, that you would remove the scales off their eyes soften the hearts of those individuals turn those individuals to you that do not know you and for those that do know you strengthen them Lord give them hope in their heart God 
revive those individuals that may be tired that are just looking through things give them the resources they need god we send the army of angelic hosts to go forth and locate resources to for those individuals in turkey and syria to activate and give those individual resources that they need in order to eat in order to feel safe in order to feel warm in order to feel loved in order to feel encouraged and strong god we pray that prayer give you wrap your loving arms around those individuals and let them know that they are loved they are loved and that you you just love them you love them and you want to keep them safe so god again we pray for those individuals let those individuals that are searching go forth and locate people that are alive bring back life heal those individuals that are injured and hurt again grow limbs revive hearts uproot all uh any entity that is trying to harm them we pray that it is uprooted right now in the name of jesus we pray for life god life we send life over to that area go forth army of angelic hosts and we send life to that area in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen now again I want you to continue to pray for those individuals. That was just a little bit of a prayer, but I just really feel like it's valuable for you to go forth and pray for God to heal, for God to save, for God to revive, uh, for God to raise the dead and give those individuals what they need. And they know what they need, but let the Lord answer the prayers of those individuals uh, and give them the things that they need in order to sustain. So that is all for this episode. Next time, I really will talk about why our prayers are hindered. Um, but I, but as I said, I just really wanted to uh, focus on what occurred in uh, Turkey because I think that that was important. And two, the Lord led me to discuss it in emergency prayers. And I'm hoping that with me going through those scriptures and Psalms that you would know that you could utilize those prayers that they can be activated when you too may be in an emergency situation. Um, because as I said before, it's important for us to have the word on the inside of our souls. So, so much, the word is so bound to our souls that when we are in crisis, that that's all we can think of. And that's all we can speak of is God's word. So until next time, good people. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small.